Now, don't go away, because next on CBS Radio's Comedy Time are those two zany characters of many characters, Bob and Ray. And now, coast to coast, Bob Elliott and Ray Goulding present the CBS Radio Network. Now it's time for part two of the Bob and Ray show as we're reseating our audience. The part audience two. has just been changed. Well, I've been. And, uh, I must, did I miss part one? Uh, you may have, ma'am. I don't know. I didn't know you had two parts now, of the show. Uh, they're lining you up according right, to size. Right, we're lining up according to size. Bob and Ray Midget is separating the audience. All you shrimp scum front. Shorter people in the front seat. And all you tall geezers to the back. And the medium-sized people in the middle seat. And, uh, let's go! I don't know all night here. So, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, you're right. good, Joe. Don't kid yourself, buddy. Right, do you have them pretty well fixed, uh... All right. Prepare to sit down. Sit down. Now, I think everybody is comfortable there. Uh, I don't mean to complain, but I think he's a little, uh, cranky today. He and... seems to be very snappy. He's taking his position on the great, uh table back there. I don't think he's making too many friends for us, uh, Bob, by doing that. You see, uh, the idea is that you're supposed to uh, ingratiate yourself to the audience so they'll be with us. Oh, yeah? Oh, he's not going to work out today. No, forget him. Let's... You may have to demote him from uh, Usher to something else. Well, something maybe, more uh, important here. Maybe he could be guard of the bird. How would you like that? No, please. All right. Please, I'll, I'll be nice there from now on. All right. He says he's going to be nice, and we'll just see. I heard you play. I have a giant coming in on the show. Well, that's uh, nothing to do with you. That's going to be another part of our work here. Okay. Oh, he is snappy. I Sometimes I... A little upset at him. Uh, the reason we decided to uh, seat the people according to size is so that we can see the rear of the hall. Oftentimes, people have been uh, able to take very good aim there. Uh, short people, uh, when they are hidden by taller people up front. Right, Miss Smith. That lady with no seat in the rear want to come down front here, please. Well, uh, chair right over well, I don't mind right. standing. Well, I know, but we don't want you to stand there for uh, a whole quarter hour, man. Oh, well, I, I have my walkers on, and when I have my walkers on, I can see. You're visiting here in New York. You from out of town, or just what? Yes, I'm, I'm visiting here, uh, Mr. Elliot. Uh, Elliot, could you tell us uh, where you're from? I'm a Yankee man. Yes, yes. yes. You sound uh, somewhat uh, Yankee yourself. Well, I suppose uh, if you go back far enough, you could find that would be true. What I mean is, are you from New England? Or? Yes, I'm from Bailey's Mistake. Wonderful. And how are you enjoying your vacation here in New York City? Fine. I uh, always come down here once a year. I like to go to the theater, and I like to go shopping in the fancy stores. Oh, that is fun. And uh, I like to go over. There's a little spot on the east side where I like uh -huh. to go over and... Uh, 
Yeah. A little bit of sauce. Wonderful. And uh, I suppose a lot of things stand out in, in your mind. Is this your first trip to New York City? Oh, no. Uh, You've been here before. I look forward to this all the time. I come down and make arrangements to get a beer truck up and make uh, mistake every, uh, uh-huh. at least once a year. How about uh, the summer festival? What, what have you seen here? Well, the festival, I think, is wonderful. Uh, a lot of new things this year. I, I think some folks who don't get a chance to get here and see it don't realize the things that are taking place. Well, one of the things I noticed as uh, part of the festival is your Columbia Phonograph dealer. They have gone all out to make the festival the success it is. They have bunting in the store, and they have all those wonderful uh, uh, phonographs. So part of the bunting is to call attention to the uh, Stereo One phonographs by Columbia, you know. Oh, uh, number one in the wonderful world of sound you've heard about. It. Well, I knew that I knew that uh, Columbia uh, was number one with the uh, long playing record. Well, uh, they're they're number one in the world of sound, and uh, they have a Columbia phonograph for every room in your home for every budget. I heard this is the most amazing. Have you ever heard stereo? Yes, of course. They have twin stereo motors, true stereo sound in one unit. Yes, and it I know. truly is exciting to hear. And you know that the portables start as low as $24.95. Now, I said they're economical. Mm-hmm. That certainly proves that. Or you can get an elegant Columbia console. Mm-hmm. They start at the amazing low price of $129.95. Yes. So yes. be sure you stop by your Columbia dealer for every phonograph need. Columbia. Number one of the wonderful world of sound. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hey. Who's this, please? Gumshoe. Oh, yeah, Mr. Flaherty. Yeah, uh, is this Bob? Yeah, this is Bob. Yeah. What have you found out about Dave, the missing whale? Bob, I have some, uh, I think maybe disappointing news for you. Wait just a minute. I want to just be sure no one's listening on the phone before right. we get this because, uh, it is rather confidential, as you're well aware. Yeah, yeah. All clear, huh? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, uh, Flaherty. Well, now, this is what uh, a lead I got. <clears throat> we suspect that there's an international whale oil syndicate that uh, snatched Smelly Dave, and they're going to render him for oil. Well, now, I don't know whether they would be interested in Dave. Dave has been around for some three or four years. He's been smuggled over on the north side of Martha's Vineyard. Well, this is uh, rather a strong uh, stand to take when you don't have too much to go on. I I just have it's a tip. It was a a tip that was phoned in. Where are you calling from now? I'm from, uh, I'm in Woods Hole, Massachusetts. Sounds like you're having quite a vacation for yourself, Flaherty. Well, I can see Martha's Vineyard. Yes. And, uh, Any sign of day? I think, yes. I, I think I see him floating out there. Well, would the syndicate be floating him? Would they let him stay in the water like that? Well, uh, maybe, I don't know. This is something I'll have to check out. Well, how long will I take? i got to hang up now. Oh, okay. I think a couple of guys are coming down. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Flaherty. He seems to have hung up. I oh. think he's on to something there. Yeah. Maybe uh, so. Maybe he'll maybe he'll find uh, Dave up in the Cape. Certainly, uh, certainly hope so. You suppose he hung up, or uh, he didn't put enough money in the uh, in the telephone, or what? I didn't hear the operator step in and tell him to 
Yeah, well, cash in. We'll hear from him again. Well, this is Wednesday, and you know what that means, boys and girls. Oh, boy. Hey, that's right. And now, Chocolate Cookies with white stuff in between them brings you another episode of Lawrence Spectenberger, Interstellar Officer Candidate. What do you mean I've got this into Beckenberger? But your problem is mine. Yes, but you were the one who was sneering and irritated these people. Oh, they may not be so bad, Beckenberger. You know how cute the way they march around the drill field is. Yeah. It's not going to be very cute, Mellish, when they fire us off into space. You know, they've aimed our ship so as to miss the Earth. In other words... Only about by a mile, Beckenberger. A mile is as good as a miss in this case, or a miss is a mile. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that expression. <laughs> You're still sneering, Bush. I still think we'll get out of a pecking burger. You know, there's a good chance that you and I will be floating through space together forever. You understand? <laughs> it's an ugly thought, Peckenberger. The thought of you just sneering forever is enough to turn my hair white. Hey. They're coming over this way. Yeah. Now be quiet and don't sneer. <laughs> Little man of Polaris, halt. Well, our club, this is the moment we've been waiting for. Uh-oh. Yes, the year of the earth. Now, we will put Mellish, and we will put, what is his name? Beckenberger. Yes. The interstellar officer candidate into their own ship. Have we arranged for their orbit one mile around the earth? Yes. They will move into eternity and float through space forevermore. They will miss the earth by one mile. The only yeah, thing we have to worry about is if Earth puts up a one-mile skyhook. Then we needn't worry. I just hope this will be a lesson to Mellish and to Beckenberger not to come to other planets. We do not want them here. Too bad Queen's Wiglaw isn't here to enjoy this. She is some dish, isn't she? You can say that again, Oswald. All right. Put the two men in their own ship, please, and prepare for a countdown. Hey, Washington, electrons. One. They count two. But we're supposed to start at ten, Oswald. Oh, I forgot. Ten, nine, eight, six, seven, six, five, four, two, three, one. Blast off. Here we go. Yeah. Well, we're on our way, Texas Burger. I just hope they've miscalculated somehow and that we will reach Earth. Well, my suggestion will be to try and work the radio and call the commandant at the Space Academy. See if you can do my my bonds here. And I'll yeah. try to... I got a small file. Good. Good. There. Yeah, it's free. Right. Now, turn on the radio. See what I get. Oh, it's sure going fast. I'd love to hear the commandant's voice now, Mellish. Well, some sign from our own... They're trying to contact us, Oswald. <laughs> no, I think they're trying to contact us. 
No Nellie's infected burger, I'm sorry. What? The radio is geared to send only to Polaris. Tell them they can't get any messages to Earth, Oswald. You what? can't get any messages to Earth. We'll hear everything you say on the radio here at Polaris. <laughs> Fechtenberger and Mellish make a vain attempt at contacting the Commandant on Earth, but are told by the little people of Polaris the radio is beamed only at that planet. Be sure and join us next time when we'll hear Fechtenberger say, Their aim is accurate. We're missing the Earth. In the next episode of Lawrence Fechtenberger, Interstellar Officer Candidate. Well, boys and girls, did you enjoy that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> you don't have to speak out loud when I make, uh, you know, references to you like that, Arnie. Okay. Uh, I don't know if we have time to call in Wally. I suppose maybe. He's out at uh, International Airport for another one of his uh, interesting airport uh, interview uh, programs. So come in, please. Wally Ballou. Neo's Wally Ballou speaking from the International Airport. And we spotted a familiar face of the crowd just a moment ago. A gentleman we spoke to a few days back who was heading for Europe. And I wonder, would you come over here, sir, and tell us how your trip was? Hi, Wally. It's uh, good to be back home. It was, uh, well, I don't know how to describe it. It was a complete failure. Well, you were going over on a rather uh, unusual mission. I was going over uh, to try to promote uh, tuna fish as the traditional meal for Bastille Day. And, uh... (laughs) I just didn't get off the ground with it. I'll be perfectly frank. They didn't go for that over there, huh? Absolutely You not. went to Paris, France, as I remember. That's right. And I also went to, uh, to Rome, Italy, London, England, and Basel, Switzerland. Uh-huh. And uh, everywhere you went, uh, they were kind of cold to tuna? Uh, that's right. Uh, they, uh, they didn't want it as a traditional meal, at any rate, for, uh, for one of their Did major principles. Did you try it for holidays. William Tell Day in Switzerland? I never thought of that. What day is that, you know? Uh, sometime in September, I think. Not quite sure. Well, I'll uh, maybe uh, try that next year. Well, what are your plans now that you're back? Well, I- I'm going from here to Hawaii. I'm going to introduce uh, reindeer meat for Statehood Day and then up to Alaska and try to introduce poi for Statehood Day uh, well, in uh, in Alaska. Lots of luck to you, sir. And uh, let us know how you come out with your campaign. It's always wonderful talking to you. Always wonderful talking to you. And uh, this is Radio's Wally Ballou returning it now to our main... Main studios, right. Thank you, Wally. I don't know as a fellow would have much success trying to introduce uh, tuna fish for Bastille Day. I know I wouldn't... No, but I can go for some poi right now. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Could I eat some poi? Oh, well, isn't that wonderful? Mm. Just great. Well, maybe we should go and get some. Here's the downbeat. Time for us to run along, I guess, for today. So, until tomorrow, this is Ray Goulding reminding you to write if you get work. Bob Elliott reminding you to hang by your thumbs. This is the CBS Radio Network. And this is KMX, AM and FM, CBS Radio in Los Angeles. Radio in Los Angeles.